Today's gospel is a very interesting one. The Pharisees are once again trying to trap Jesus by posing questions to him that may result in people turning against him. But once again, Jesus outwits the Pharisees and he uses their own words against them. We must look closely at this gospel to determine what the full meaning is. Because if we look only at the surface, we may get the impression that Jesus is asking us to separate our faith from other parts of our life. We may get the impression that he's telling us, well, give give some things to Caesar and give other things to God. But to get the full meaning, we must ask the question, what belongs to God? A better question is, what does not belong to God? After all, everything we are, everything we have, can be attributed to God as the source. He made the world and all that it holds. Every breath that you take, every second of your life, every possession you have can be attributed to Almighty God. Everything. Everything except evil. Everything except Sin. So that in, light, in that light, every part of our life, every part of your life, except for sin, belongs to God. Some people look at this gospel to justify a desire to separate their Catholic faith from the other parts of their life. And we see this with some of our politicians, some of our public leaders who claim to be Catholic. And they will tell you and I that they can enact or enforce or judge laws in their public life, all while keeping their Catholic faith something very private. Archbishop Chaput wrote a book in 2008 called Render Unto Caesar. And in that book he says this, People who take God seriously will not remain silent about their faith. They will often disagree about doctrine or policy, but they won't be quiet. They can't be. They'll act on what they believe, sometimes at the cost of their reputations and careers. Obviously, the common good demands a respect for other people with different beliefs and a willingness to compromise whenever possible. But for Catholics, the common good can never mean muting themselves in public debate on foundational issues of human dignity. Christian faith is always personal, but never private. That's exactly why he's a great archbishop. Several years ago, I was watching a movie called The Pianist. It's based on an autobiographical book by a Jewish man named uh, Vladislav Spielmann. He was a Polish pianist and composer. And the movie picks up and follows his life 
from the beginning of the German invasion of Warsaw. And the movie shows the progression of German hostility towards the Jewish people. At first, the Jews are prevented from walking on sidewalks or going into restaurants. Later on, they're forced to wear a distinctive armband. Then they're pushed into a Jewish quarter. Their possessions are taken. And ultimately, most of them are sent off to concentration camps. Most of the movie shows Vladislav escaping from his captors with the help of Polish citizens or the Polish resistance, the underground movement in Warsaw. And there's a point in the movie where the Germans had suppressed the resistance. And Vladislav was wandering about the bombed out streets of Warsaw all alone. And he goes from house to house looking for food and water. He's in one particular house and he's discovered by a German army officer named Wilhelm Hosenfeld. Now this German officer, Wilhelm, he could have shot Vladislav on the spot. He could have had him arrested. He could have had him deported to a camp. But instead... Instead, this German army officer strikes up a conversation with this Jewish man. And after the conversation, he helps him hide in the house. And the next day, he brings him water and food, and he actually gives him his coat. Weeks later, the Russians arrive in Warsaw. Wilhelm is arrested with the rest of his German men, they're sent to a prisoner of war camp in Russia where he's tortured for the next seven years and ultimately dies at that prisoner of war camp. After the movie was finished, I was, I was fascinated by the character of Wilhelm in the movie. And so I did just a little bit of research and I quickly learned that Wilhelm Hosenfeld was raised in a devout Catholic family. He served in World War I with the German army, and after that he became a school teacher. And in World War II, he never abandoned his Catholic faith, even while he was serving under Hitler. He never gave up his faith. And there's many Jews who survived the war who credited Wilhelm Hosenfeld for saving their lives. This is public record. Because he gave drink to those who were thirsty, he gave food to those who were hungry, and he clothed the naked. That should sound familiar. That is the gospel mandate given to us by Jesus Christ himself. Wilhelm Hosenfeld never abandoned his Catholic faith. And he never kept it in a secret place. He is an incredible example, I believe, for all of us. An example of heroic Christian virtue. No matter what our state of life is, no matter what our profession is, our experiences, our backgrounds, we must remember what belongs to God. 
we must remember that God has entrusted to us our time, talent, and treasure to be good stewards of. It all belongs to God. And we cannot separate our Catholic faith from other parts of our life. That is not Christian, and it's not scriptural. Give to God what belongs to God. And what belongs to God? Everything but sin. Praise be Jesus Christ.